0: Well, tonight's the night a lot of teams have been tanking, I mean, waiting for, for quite some time. The Connor Bedard sweepstakes. Tonight is the NHL draft lottery. Preds can move up no higher than fifth. So that begs the question who should Predators fans want to see win the Connor Bedard sweepstakes? We'll ask that question today on the Lockdown Predators podcast.
1: Your Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thank you for making Lockdown Predators your first listen of the day every single day. We are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast available to you wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer at Penalty Box Radio
1: and I have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at InsideThePreds.com. Well, tonight's the night, and uh, a night that a
0: lot of people I think may be watching even more closely than the Stanley Cup playoffs at this point, and that is the NHL draft lottery, which will. Hey, the the draft itself reminder is in Nashville. That's us uh, go. Tonight's the big night that we decide who will get Connor Bedard, and mm. this guy is considered a generational talent, maybe the best prospect to come out of the draft since Connor mcdavid so there's definitely going to be a franchise that is turned around tonight uh predators are in the draft lottery however because the nhl changed its rules a couple of years ago preds can only move up 10 spots they have the 15th best odds which means they can get no higher than fifth and
1: Connor bedard friend will not be at fifth
0: <laughs> i'm gonna guess he is not going to be the shane Wright of this year's class he is not he is not He star. is
1: not. he's not gonna end up at second either in case anybody is wondering yeah. he's incredible i will tell you i spent some time this weekend of course you know seeing he- things here and there but i've never really done kind of a deep dive on connor bedard oh my goodness first of all this he is a he is a boy he is 17 years old he is 17 years old this kid's incredible obviously I mean I know that's an understatement but even for what I knew about him even for the little bit I've seen about him just listening to him talk watching his game this kid's incredible
0: yeah breaking a lot of juniors records already at Mm -hmm. 17 you know he had the big uh um, world juniors, yes. which it was like you know, the most uh points by a, a draft prospect since Sydney Crosby. So, there's a lot of stuff to point and say, okay, this this kid's gonna be pretty special, and there's yeah, going to is, be a team yeah. that is very happy, yeah, at the end of the night. It's so talk- going
1: to change some team, it's going to change a franchise, yeah.
0: yeah. So, we talked the Nashville Predators can't get the number one pick, so that begs the question. Of the 11 teams who can get mm-hmm. Connor Bedard, who should Nashville Predators fans want to see win the number one overall pick? Yeah. A, a lot of dark horses out there. Uh, a lot of teams, I think it's safe to say we absolutely don't want Mm-mm. to see. So we're, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the 11 teams. And on a scale from 1 to 10, rank... How much we want to see them go there, or maybe how happy we'll be if that's where he lands.
1: Yeah. What was your criteria as you went through this? I'm very curious, kind of, what was your thought process as you came up with your rankings for this?
0: There's a couple. Okay. One is, I think, the fun factor yes like if he goes like if he goes there like you know would he fit right in would it be fun to like see him play like in you know either with the prospects that are already there in this market uh and then b is i think like the grossness factor of it like (laughs) are you like is a team gonna like absolutely like blatantly tank and then still wind up with Connor bedard uh like you know there's one team in particular we'll talk about that Uh, and then you know the the last is hey is this in the eastern conference or the western conference (laughs) is this team in the central division are we gonna have to play Connor bedard six times a year oh my god that i think was another big uh factor yeah
1: yeah mine was all of those with the side of straight petty friends straight petty yeah Yeah, there's a lot to think about when you have something like this, you know, floating around your team's sphere. So, yeah, this was very scientifically done. Absolutely. Well, I'm here for the petty. Uh, And speaking (laughs) of here for the petty,
0: let's start off with the uh, alphabet. We'll go through these alphabetically, but we'll start with the team that has the best odds mm-hmm. to land Connor Bedard uh, 18.5% chance of winning the lottery but 25.5% chance of actually getting the number one pick and that's the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, uh how do you feel about this?
1: So is one like I'm happiest and ten is five?
0: no 10's like yay.
1: One's okay. like, well, that's some BS. Okay, excellent. It's good to know. So for me, this is like a solid seven. For you know, it's a solid Whoa. seven. Uh, no, I'm ducks. Yes. Let me explain myself. Clearly, I need to from your reaction. <laughs> yes. So I know that there is some bad blood with the Anaheim Ducks. And so I get that. So there is a little petty bell going off in my head. So friends, I do hear that. But I also, I have to tell you, there's a little bit higher fun factor for me, especially when you talk about Trevor Zegras. I know I'm not supposed to like him. I know I'm not. I know he's an Anaheim Duck and we're not friends with them and they don't go here. And I get that. But how fun would it be? to see those two youngsters kind of revitalize something. I think that it would be fun. There's a part of me that is also a little bit like, look, Anaheim, you've got plenty of money. Go buy yourself something and leave this to somebody who doesn't have a lot. Like, let somebody get a deal. Um, But I just go back to, I think it would be fun to see Trevor Zegers and Connor Bedard together. So for me, it's a seven. Like, I'm not as horrified by this as I think you think I need to be.
0: I mean, here's the thing, and I agree with the Zegras fun factor, and they got some other guys like Mason McTavish and Jamie Drysdale that I think that would be like a fun young core. Yes. But it's the Anaheim Ducks, Anne. I'm just not as scared of them. But but that's if you you can't talk about the petty factor and then be like, yeah, let's have nice things for the Anaheim Ducks. (laughs) These were arguably at one point, maybe in the two like, you know, late 2010s, the Preds biggest rivals.
1: Yeah, there's only so much room in my backpack of of hockey angst and hate, though, And, and I've had to pull them out.
0: This is a team that has a picture in their arena of Corey Perry lifting the Stanley Cup.
1: Oh, well, of, now that you say that. Of
0: Ryan Getzlaff lifting the Stanley Cup. Like, that's, like, you want those, like, people to to be good? Plus, you know, Western Conference. Do, do I have to remind you of every time, <laughs> what happens every time Predators play Dreisaitl and McDavid? Do we
1: want to see that four times a year? I mean... I still, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there are so many other worse options. There are There but are worse options than this.
0: There are, but I think there are better options that could win. So okay. I don't know. For me, this is like a, this is like a three. Oh, wow. Okay. A three Maybe out of our ten. Scales they, are it, the only way it's not like a one is uh, because of the, because of the fun factor. I agree. Yeah. Would be fun, fun uh, hockey wise. Yeah. Uh, let's go next up to the Arizona Coyotes. They have the ah. sixth best odds to land Connor Bedard, mm-hmm. seven point five percent. I would say the Coyotes desperately need them. Uh, the Coyotes, you know, it's funny. We talk about how bad they've been, how they've been, you know, constantly rebuilding. Only three top three draft picks since uh, two thousand one was uh logan cooley last year the pick that surprise everybody one was dylan strome in 2015 and and do you know who the third was
1: who was the third
0: kyle turris in (sighs) 2007 right here baby but 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 boy, isn't that just kind of like the story of the Arizona Coyotes? Yeah. No luck whatsoever. We talk about them, and it's like, oh, they they can't build themselves out. They have nothing to build around. Yeah, uh, you know, blah 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 blah. And then you know, here they are. You know, haven't picked higher than third since they picked Tail Howard Chuck first overall in the nineteen eighties. So yeah, That's what's insane? What's what's we we want right good things for them, right?
1: I mean, do we?
0: Okay, you can't you can't pull the being petty card,
1: not on Anaheim, but pull it on the Arizona Coyotes. I have a good reason. I have good reason. Okay, I do. I'm a little bit salty with Arizona and and I am torn with you because this is a franchise in general that I would like to see good things for. This is a franchise that are working their tails off. And they are, you know, as far as we're not surrendering where we're at, we're going to push and get a new arena. Like, this is a franchise that had to scrape and claw their way in. Here is where my petty is high. They stick it to us every time. You know, it was was Darcy Kemper in the play-in round in the bubble. Just had to be good that time, didn't you, Darcy Kemper? Okay? And then it was last season not this past season but the season before where all we had to do was beat arizona and we were up for nothing 17 seconds into the game but oh y'all had to come back and we had to face colorado like you know you have ruined some nice things that we had going here
0: you're you're like more angry about that than you are a Corey Perry Stanley cup team getting the first overall pick.
1: Uh, look, Corey Perry taints everywhere. He is God bless him. I'm, you know what? He's probably a really nice person, but I just, he's, he's a big portion of my backpack, but for the Arizona coyotes, the pain, it's a recency bias. I'm not going to lie. It's a recency bias. And, and you know, I do want this franchise to have something to build around. I, you know, this is a franchise that I would like to see successful, but i'm still just a little saltier about yeah. them than i am anaheim aren't so, you're not
0: so what's what's the number like what number do you have
1: uh for these guys they're like a 5 i mean could i get over lower it lower than
0: anaheim oh my god
1: yeah i can see that that we're we're struggling here this morning yeah <laughs> uh,
0: i'll, I'll go there? 6 really because they're in the central division and that's kind of like the one uh, hitch in the giddy up as you say yeah But in terms of the Central Division teams, like, that's the one you would be like, oh, that's cool if Bedard landed there. Yeah. Like, you you just, I don't know, as a fan of a small market team, as somebody who has also had uh, to go through their own relocation scare in 2007, I want to see hockey succeed in traditional markets. I'm not one of these guys that's like, all right, you know, we're going to move this team to Houston or... Yeah. yeah, Quebec City is gonna get it teamed again. You know, I, I feel for the fans of these small market teams. I I just want them to have you know nice things like something to cheer about, something to be excited for. Um, and plus, you know, the Coyotes are kind of a cool atmosphere when they're really really good. Yeah. Uh, so I I got them in at six. The Central okay. Division's the one. Uh, the caveat that's like uh, let's let's not go all in on the Coyotes here. Yeah. More teams coming up. Speaking of the Central Division, uh, a couple of teams that I think it's safe to say are going to be very low on our list, and uh, but then there's one team in particular I really want to see Connor Bedard go to. Not the Red Wings. I mean that would be great too. But there's another <laughs> favorite that I think would be the perfect landing spot for Connor Bedard. We're gonna get that too. Uh, get to that in a second. But first, want to mention today's show. Brought to you by Indeed. There's no I in team, but there is an I in Indeed. That's the hiring platform you need to build your team. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed's the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed gives you a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. They streamline hiring with powerful tools that help you find candidates that are perfect for your role. And with Instant Match, over 80% of employees get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches your job description. The moment you sponsor a job, according to Indeed data in the U.S. So start hiring Right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked on. That offer is only good for a limited time. So claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash locked on. You need it again. That's indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply if you need to hire. You need indeed. All right, Ann, let's continue our Connor Bedard uh, sweeps takes. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. The Chicago mm-hmm. Blackhawks.
1: Yeah. We have big uh, feelings about this, I think.
0: Yes. 11.5% uh, uh, chance of landing Connor Bedard. Uh, they did have a good shot at first overall, and then they kind of won a few games towards the end of the year, <laughs> including that Pittsburgh Penguins win that screwed over both franchises. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's Chicago, and and if you're a draft conspiracy theorist, you're going to be looking at this pick that's like, they're going to get Bedard, aren't they? Like, this, this is going to be the pick that we're going to all riot over
1: this is a pitchfork pick for me. It really would be a, a pitchfork win for me. And here is why. Chicago was one of those teams who I think did what we call a tank job. And I have huge issues with any sort of general managing that revolves around this as a viable way to lead a team to success. I, I just do. I have fundamental issues with this they got rid of before this season even started they went and got rid of some of their top scorers who were not by the way old players that you could not use to um help this franchise get better we're not talking about 38 you know or 28 29 30 year old players we're talking about players in their mid-20s low to mid-20s who were productive They just went and got rid of them. And not only did they get rid of them, they were like, "Eh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, we'll take a draft pick. Or, you know, this – it was so blatantly obvious to me – that they weren't even really trying this season to put together a competitive team and it's offensive. And I think it's offensive to NHL fans. It's offensive to me. It should be offensive to the players for the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, Because your job is to invest in the team that you have, not the team that you wish you had. And I don't think this is how you go about getting what you want. Um, So I just, I have a real beef. I have a really big beef with the Chicago Blackhawks, and just everything that's happened
0: with the franchise over the past Fact. like three or four years just just yeah. seems gross. If they get yes. the darn are able to turn this around, you know, just from you know the blatant tank job to mm-hmm. the way they've treated uh, a lot of long time people there, both players, both staff, both you know people in the Blackhawks community. Um, you know, there, there's other things that we don't have to go into. It just, it just feels gross. And this would be the, to be honest, this is probably one of the two teams I think the NHL is cheering for so they can market, you know, Bedard in the Chicago Blackhawks market. But at the same time, like, is this like, does, would this take the fun This is like one of those things that like takes the fun out of sports for me. And on a scale from one to 10, this is like a negative 10 fact. This is like the, the, the end that would make me feel, you know, there's another one that I'm like kind of a negative on Mm -hmm. that scale that we'll get to in a little bit. But this is like the one that's like, if this happens, it's, it's gross. Like it just feels gross. Like it's like, it's like getting to the right space the wrong way.
1: Yeah. And if I'm Conor Bedard's mom, which I'm not, um, but you know what? There's so many red flags about how this franchise is doing some things like, you know what? I don't want my kid under the, that kind of leadership You're, because you want him for his, what his production is. And, and we've seen how you treat people. Which, you know what, I know that there are lots of great people involved in, don't, don't at me. Like, sure, there are some great people involved in the Blackhawks organization, but the way that they have conducted themselves through this, huge red flags. Nope. zero zero yep. Zilch. Zero.
0: Yep. Uh, I agree with you on that one. Let's but let's uh, let's have a palate cleanser. Let's go to a favorite that I absolutely would love to see Connor Bedard there. The team with the second best odds to land Bedard, thirteen point five percent. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, this is this is the exact opposite of the Chicago Blackhawks <laughs> because the Blue Jackets, unlike a lot of teams who are actively trying to tank, went into this year trying to actively be good. Yeah, they got Johnny Gaudreau. They re upped Patrick Line. They had guys like Jonas Corposalo. They were like, okay, we can go back to flirting with the playoffs again. Maybe, you know, trying to sneak our way into the first round. And then just everything,
1: everything went well fell
0: for them. apart. Uh, yeah. You know, selfishly. Uh, the, the Blue Jackets play about an hour and 45 minutes north of me, so I could see a lot of Bedard action should he go there. <laughs> so that's one selfish pick. Uh, yes. Very high on the fun scale, but also like A, they're like a small market team, a lot of really fun Blue Jackets fans. Like, if you ever been to a game uh, in which the Jackets are doing good? That is a wild place to watch a hockey game. A lot of really hockey-mad people there. And two, like, you know, at least they tried. Like at least Absolutely. they weren't like any of these other teams in the top five that it's like our goal this year is to try to be as bad as possible. Like yeah. they like tried to build something and, you know, kind of, they're like kind of in the same boat as the Nashville Predators. Just kind of realize, eh, you know what, this core is uh, kind of not good.
1: Yeah. I'm 100% here for you with Columbus Blue Jackets as well for almost the exact same reasons. Now, I'm not as close to Columbus as you are, but we have great friends that live literally right across from the state, from the arena. So I'm like, we could go visit George and Mona and go to a Columbus game and see Bedard. But I'm with you. Like, they went out and made some moves. They got Johnny Gaudreau. And there's a part of me that would love to see... A, a talent like Johnny Gaudreau and look he's not 875 years old but he's hockey older you know he's you know he still got plenty of good years left but you've kind of got Johnny Gaudreau and then if you brought in somebody like Connor Bedard I would love to see those two work together as far as like how interesting would that relationship be between somebody who has been kind of a face of hockey and has had some success and some frustrations like that might be kind of a good mentor relationship for Connor bedard so i'm with you columbus is actually one that is very high on my list also we love jay foster who hosts locked on blue jackets so yeah yeah they're, they're a nine for me yeah, they are too. They are a nine for me. They're not my they're not the team I would most want to see have him, but by gosh, I would be super super excited. Did for you sure. A,
0: did you say a team that you would most like to see get him? Yes. Okay. How about the Detroit Red Wings and <laughs> at 5%? Yeah. Yeah, I think we all know this is a 10 for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, me, let me at least pitch my case. Like I, I know me. there's a Predators Red Wings rivalry that I think a lot of people are yeah. looking back on. Um, But if there's ever a team that kind of deserves yes. some lottery luck, it's the Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Four times in the last six lotteries, they've been bumped down because a team with worse odds has moved up. Two times, uh, or no, I'm sorry, three of those four times. They've moved down two spots or more, including 2020 when they had uh, what was probably on pace to be one of the worst seasons in NHL history by any team. Wound up being bumped from first to fourth, so not even in the top three. Their name didn't even get called that lottery and that cost him, uh, if you look back, that cost them a chance to get uh, guys like Matthew Kachuk one year, mm-hmm. uh, Tim Stutzlow one year. So, yeah, I mean, if there is, like, hockey god justice, <laughs> this, is, this is the pick that yeah. you look at and be like, okay, come on.
1: They deserve. Yeah. They deserve. Look, you know what's funny is actually Detroit is my 10. And let me tell you why. First of all, happy co-host, happy life. Everybody knows that that's just the way it is. Right. But I was so delighted at times in the season last season to watch Detroit. Like this is a team that is already kind of super fun. You know, and they're working. Like they're working. They don't they don't necessarily they're not the Detroit Red Wings, you know, that the that the Predators had this huge rivalry with, but they are working. And they were so delightful last season. So I'm like, I would not at all be anything but but tickled if Detroit got them because I think it would be fun to watch. The fun factor for me with this team, so high.
0: Yeah, they're a team with a lot of really good prospects that just maybe that one centerpiece to kind of hold everything together. Uh, And let's do one quick one uh, before (laughs) the break. Montreal Canadiens, uh, who have the fifth best odds to land a Connor Bedard at 8.5%. Yeah. Uh, this is a team that had the number one pick last year, one year after they were in the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, bit of a bit of a hard downhill slide. For me, this is a you know, this is a seven for me. Yeah. And seven, maybe an eight. Uh, I think in terms of, you know, seeing him in a big market with, you know, somebody like Yuri Slavkovsky, I think that's good for the game to have your original six teams be as good as possible. Uh, I would like to see, you know, maybe another team like the Blue Jackets or Coyotes or the Red Wings, uh, you know, maybe have uh, that pick to to build their franchise. But this is a very high fun factor. So I'll go with seven.
1: Yeah, this is one that I could I could live with, although I kind of feel like look, you had yours last year and you threw it yeah. into absolute utter chaos. You threw yeah. it into chaos. We knew how the draft was gonna go, and look what you did. Yeah, um, you turn you
0: turned it into the movie
1: draft day. You did. And also I'm like, look, I really need you to save a roster spot for Rent Pedlick. So for me, this is like a six, mostly because of Rent Pedlick. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh more coming up in just a little bit, including another team that is on the negative scale for who we Freds fans should want to see Bedard land.
1: If you are watching or listening to this episode and you are feeling a little bit hungry, you want a delicious snack, but you really don't want to go to the vending machine and get the candy bar that is not going to help you long term, you have got to try a Built Bar. If you're like me, you just want to make some healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste, you got to try a Built Bar. Built Bars are amazing and Built Bar puffs, they are healthy, they taste great, they taste so amazing, you are not going to believe that they're good for you, but friends, they are. So what makes Bilt Bars taste so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% dark chocolate. That's right. It is real chocolate and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. We just cleaned out some cookies and cream. And i don't know how built bar does it but i do know that they make this bar taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros you will get 130 calories only four grams of sugar in a built bar but you also end up with a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around to get a box we've been telling you go to built.com to order yours and you can still do that but if right now you are hungry and you'd like them in your house go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club where you can get specialty flavors. You can always get those at built.com. So, head to Walmart today, head to the pharmacy section, you're going to find 4 count boxes of built bars or if you think bigger's better, head to Sam's Club, grab a 13 count box with any of their hit flavors. Brownie batter puff, they have churro puff, coconut puff, double chocolate bar, cookies and cream bar. However you decide to get your built bars, you will not be disappointed you've got to try a built bar
0: all right and let's go to the philadelphia flyers a 6.5 percent chance mm-hmm. of landing counter berdard which is seventh on the list mm-hmm. um i mean i don't know five really it's like it's like one of those things where it's like i don't really care if he goes there like he's safely in the east that's mm-hmm. another big market team, but sometimes, yeah. but the, the other thing, it's like, I mean, it's, it's the flyers. It is like, like there's, yeah. there's cooler options. I think.
1: Yeah. My petty factor on this one is super high because you'll remember Mark borvietsky and Philip Forsberg were both hurt this year by Philadelphia flyers in Philadelphia yeah. flyers games. Now, not saying that it was intentional. I want to be clear about that, but mm-hmm. I just carry a little bit of that. Um, so I think they need to sit for a season and think about what they've done. Yeah. I will say personally, because I grew up in Penguins country, it would be a little bit fun to see Philadelphia get Connor Bedard and school some Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Um, but so for me, you know, the petty side. But mostly it's a no for me. Mostly this just- this is a no.
0: That's like the the decade's worth of Sidney Crosby dominance. That's, this is like the, the yeah.
1: repayment. This is what you get.
0: Yeah. Let's be honest. John Tortorella will ruin him.
1: That's honestly, for me, that's another thing. If I was his mom, I'd be like, mm-mm. Like, how, like mm-hmm. how many
0: games do you think Conor mm-hmm. Bedard gets healthy scratch? Because, like, he'll go, like, he blinked. he'll score, like, two goals or something like that. And then all of a sudden, he's scratched for three games because he didn't back check on a shift or something like that.
1: Yeah. No hard pass for me. Hard pass on Tortorella. Nope. Hard pass. Uh,
0: Let's go to uh, (laughs) a friend of the show. uh, Our good friend JD and Locked on Sharks.
1: Campaigning
0: hard for Locked (laughs) on Sharks in San Jose to get the number one overall pick a 9.5% chance. Uh, That is fourth on the list. Uh, the Sharks, uh, they're going to wind up regardless of what happens with their highest overall draft pick since 2003. Wow! They picked uh, former Preds playoff killer Milan Mahalik with that pick. It's six overall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, also, if, if you're looking for, a, OK, maybe they deserve some lottery luck. Remember, their pick was third overall uh, a couple of years ago but that was the pick they traded to Ottawa for the Eric Carlson deal. So they missed out on a chance to draft Tim Stutzla. Yeah. So if you're looking for a team, it's like, yeah, maybe they deserve a little bit of luck. San Jose Sharks are another Western conference pick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love, look, I love San Jose. Partially because don't we just love J.D.? Like we had J.D. on. We played the Sharks in the Global Series. We had so much stinking fun with J.D. It's not even funny. So, you know, who doesn't want nice things for the Locked On Sharks, you know, host? And I would like nice things. things, People, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Um, I I want nice things for Eric Carlson. I feel like, look, buddy, you worked your tail off. You should get some nice things. This is an older team. You know, they could use a little, you know, youth. They, you know, could learn some new lyrics to new songs in the locker room um so this one would not offend my sensibilities in any way i don't think it would be as fun for me as detroit would be so yeah. for me this is like a, this is an eight i would yeah, say congratulations. I seven
0: because again western yeah. conference yeah.
1: plus you i know.
0: think plus i think the <laughs> mention a milan mahalik just reminded uh preds fans of <laughs> oh yeah the sharks murder us every time we're in the postseason yeah. Still a little mad about that. Maybe that's the petty factor coming back and knocking them down a few bags. But in terms of Western conference teams, this this and one other we'll get to are like the ones that are like, I could live with that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of speaking of things, let, let's go to one that we absolutely cannot live with. And mm-hmm. uh the 10th best odds, the St. Louis nope. Blues. Nope. Not 4. even 1.5% chance. And I, I I did an article uh, about draft odds, uh, and I mentioned this would be the team that if they somehow won, if they jumped from 10th to first, if this was the year of like a zany lottery win for a team, I would probably meander into the woods, never to be seen again.
1: <laughs> I would come looking for you never to be seen again this one i i'm not okay with this one like chicago is worse chicago is my worst one but i'm not okay with the st louis blues obviously they're in the central division but also in full disclosure complete pettiness on my part jordan bennington you all need to spend some time working on that boy's attitude before you bring in someone else (laughs) yes so no no this is no st louis is a no
0: Whereas Chicago was like gross, this is just like, like anguish groans.
1: Like, Saint, like this is
0: that's on the negative scale.
1: Yeah, St. Louis is like the hockey version of the parent who tries to be cool and buys alcohol for all the other high school kids. Like maybe the high school kids think it's cool, but all the other parents can't stand that. Yeah, that's how St. Louis is. There, there's yeah.
0: no no reason any Preds fans should want to yeah. see this happen. It's mm-hmm. maybe the Preds' biggest rivalry right now. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, a team that's in the Central Division, a team that's no. going to see them six spots, and like it's it's a team that the Preds are probably going to be competing for like ground for a little bit. And yeah, uh, yeah there, there's nothing redeemable about wanting to see the St. Louis Blues. No. Uh, get the Bedard sweepstakes. Uh, and let's get to the team that wound up being the last team in the Bedard sweepstakes. They finished 11th from the bottom, which means that was the cutoff. Like this mm-hmm. was the pick that, uh, this was like the last pick eligible to move up to Connor Bedard. That's the Vancouver Canucks. 30% yeah. chance of moving up to get Bedard.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about this one? I, 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 I... Didn't have huge feelings. I had a couple of things where I was like, mm, I don't like the way that you treated Bruce Boudreaux. I didn't, I didn't yeah. like that. So for me, that was my biggest red flag. I'm like, y'all, I don't think you know how to handle your business appropriately.
0: The other thing, if you're looking for like a, like a good story, remember mm-hmm. Bedard is from Vancouver.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, was a Canucks fan. So for him to go back and, and be on his hometown team... Give the you know the hometown kid, given the the home fans something to cheer for, maybe building him back up towards relevance. That'd
1: be huge.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that would be a, a cool thing, you know, for Vancouver. Like it, amongst the amongst the teams in the West, this is probably the one that's most benign to Predators mm-hmm. fans. I would agree. maybe maybe them in San Jose tied. Like you know, at, at this point, like if he goes there. Yeah, he's in the West, but it's not going to cause much damage. I think the big thing is for the Canucks. Like, what what are the odds that like in uh in three years when he's due a new contract after yeah. his rookie deal runs out? What are the odds they just don't have the cap space for Connor yeah. Like, like like yep. they just like they've invested like 90 million dollars in 10 years on JT Miller. So now it's like, well, you know. We, we really like JT. So, uh, yeah, Connor Bedard. It's yeah. Gonna, he's going to be on Free the block. Yeah. good
1: home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Meh. They're just, it's just okay for me. Yeah. I, I got them as a, I would say about a seven. Oh, do you? Yeah, they're lower. Seven for me. They're or like eight. A, yeah, they're like a four for me. Because I feel like they just did not handle their business kindly. Yeah. Uh, and last
0: but not least, the last of the contenders uh, didn't think we'd be talking about them. No, the Washington Capitals, six point zero percent. Now, if there is ever a team in which you would say the NHL would want to rig the draft lottery,
1: very true. That's
0: that's the Washington Capitals. You have a you have a player on that team who is chasing Wayne Gretzky. the all-time goals list you're gonna want to put him on tv a bunch uh nicholas backstrom kind of on the edge of his career ovechkin's gonna need a all-star center to help feed him plays you're gonna want to market a new star if there was ever a team that you look at and be like okay how do we rig these little bouncing balls to get this to happen it would be for Bedard to go to the Washington Capitals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think um, story-wise for the NHL, how great would it be to see this young, you know, this young pup come in and walk alongside or infuse Ovechkin's, you know, last hurrah. I get the storyline. I'm just not really, it's just, I'm not great about this one. I mean, I will say this. I do have a cousin who's a mad caps fan and she would lose her mind. She would lose her mind over this. Um, but no thank you. Yeah. This I mean no, I don't have no thank strong, you. I no, don't I mean, like I get the storyline, but I feel also like Washington, you have had your generational talent. You have had this. There are so many franchises that have not had this. This you don't get two. You don't deserve two. Enjoy the one you've got. I mean, Penguins had two. Yeah, I didn't like either of them either.
0: Yeah, Oilers (laughs) have had like three at
1: this point. (laughs) No, I know. Yeah, so you know, for me, you know, I get. I think it would be kind of an interesting storyline. I can see why the NHL would love this. It's just okay for me. I'm not, uh, there's better know. options. What about you? Really like this one? Uh, I mean, it, it's a very high fun
0: factor for me. So I'd go like a six. I mean, I agree. I would like to see him maybe go somewhere else, but it's one of those things that if like, he does land there, it'd be like, yeah, oh, okay, well, that's going to be a fun team to watch for one reason or another. Yeah it's
1: an east team so there's that yeah and that's the other
0: thing it's it's not in the west like that's that's a very west. benign thing and yes. which former coach will be the the coach in, <laughs> in a couple of years that's right yeah, yeah john when,
1: when, hines yeah if, if john <laughs> hines
0: gets bumped uh look for him to coach batard and nofetchkin which
1: that's right
0: hey if you if we thought john tortorella would ruin connor bedard hey now Yeah, let's let's wait until the Heinz comments come in on that one. (laughs) Uh, Let us know who you think, Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this at home, would be best served winning the draft lottery tonight. Is there a team uh, like a dark horse team? that you, know, you think would really, he would be fit in well? Is there somebody among the favorites that you would absolutely love to see him land? Let us know in the comments or tweet us at LO underscore Predators. We would love to hear your take on this. And where can people find your work?
1: You can find my work online at insidethepreds.com. You can find me on Twitter at K underscore Mama on Ice.
0: You can find me at PenaltyBoxRadio.com. Follow me at underscore NSMorgan on Twitter. However you're listening to this, whether you are watching us on YouTube or streaming us on your favorite podcasting platform, hit that subscribe button. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thanks, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. We will be back tomorrow with an all-new episode. We'll see you then.